Yo, what up? Welcome to another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. I'm Patrick, and I'm joined by Kevin Lai. What's up, man? How's it going? Doing well. Doing well. How are you doing, Sal? Uh, I'm good, man. I'm good, especially because I guess technically it was like, were, were they doing hashtag Dre Day for this? I I don't I don't know. I wasn't. On- I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He was he wasn't up for two years. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so Draymond was back for the first time in two months. He came off the bench. The Warriors pretty much handled the Wizards. Uh and everything feels pretty pretty good all of a sudden, man. Like how are you feeling? What'd you think of the game? I like it. I like it. Everything is in flow. Clay's not hunting shots anymore. I like that. It's not forcing anything up anymore. But we're still missing, and- like, Andrew Wiggins, right? We don't know what the full healthy team looks like. I would like to see how the three plus Wiggins and Poole on the court, so the five of them on the court together. Uh, to be honest, I was like, oh, I forgot Andrew Wiggins wasn't in this game. <laughs> <laughs> now, like, honestly, though, in the first quarter, I I, I was like, oh, yeah, Andrew Wiggins isn't out there. Huh. Yeah. Duh. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, we would need him for the Boston game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as much as Wiggins has kind of become uh, a little bit of a of a pumpkin, as I, I like to say, in terms of mm-hmm. just turning back into, you know, the Wiggins that he has that reputation of being – uh, we know that he's going to be important. He's a he's a veteran. He's been in the league. His defense. Once the playoffs come, once they come around, he's going to be important. They're going to need him on ball on a lot of dudes. You know. Yeah. The thing I'm worried about is that he does not have a lot of playoff experience. Yeah. Yeah. And if he doesn't, then you know you take him off the court. You put somebody else in. Right. Like I'm not. Yeah. Well, first of all, I'll say that just seeing Steph. Clay and Draymond on the court for the first time together, like actually playing two and three quarters of, you know, uh, it's almost three years. Give or take three years. Yeah. So like that, that's, that's awesome. I mean, it's, it's just good to see. And, you know, for what it's worth, they, they looked pretty good. And it's funny though, too, you know, I don't know if you remember this when the Warriors used to be really bad. It's like every other team's, every good team's good players, when they'd be out for like a while of injuries, they would always come back in the game Warriors. against the Warriors. Right? Like that was always like, oh, we'll, we'll play the Warriors. <laughs> we were the Kings before the Kings. Exactly. We were the Wizards before the Wizards. But um, so it's funny to see uh, uh, which which game Draymond chose to come back. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think, I think he looked good. And for a dude who was out for hella long, I mm-hmm. I felt like, I mean, out of anybody on the Warriors team, I feel like Draymond is one guy who can just come in and do – he can get into the flow a lot easier than other dudes because he's not a jump shooter and he just knows how to kind of plug and play and do his thing and play off yeah. the defense and all that stuff. So I thought he looked good. And, and uh, I'm personally glad after that five-game losing streak and just some iffy basketball over the last couple months that the Warriors were actually able to start riding the ship before Draymond mm-hmm. got back, because I I didn't want it yeah. to just be like Draymond gets back and he solves everything. I wanted them to f- figure it out. You don't want the team to count on Draymond to get you wins, right? Yeah, exactly. You want them to know that they can 
get out of these situations and bring this energy without Draymond being out there. Although mm-hmm. knowing that Draymond was coming back was when they started playing well. Right? <laughs> <laughs> what did you what did you think of uh, how Steph and Dre looked together and how he affected Steph's game? Cleaner looks, right? Because Dre knows where Steph is. The chemistry between the two is it's really hard to describe because if you've played basketball with a, with a with a with a teammate long enough, you know where your teammate likes to be on the floor, right? You guys mm-hmm. don't need to talk. Eye contact. That's about it, right? It's to a point where, like, they know each other so well. Steph knows where the ball is coming from. Draymond knows where where to pass the ball, right? Remember the first play when Draymond checks in. He checks in, and then they did a split action. He mm-hmm. got Curry a, not yeah. a wide open look, but a semi open look, right? Yeah. And then he directed traffic to, to tell Clay to drive in the lane because Abdia was so tight to Clay that mm-hmm. he's not between the basket and Clay. Mm-hmm. So there's no man behind Clay. Clay has a whole driving lane to get in. So it's a it's the little things that Draymond does to get people easier looks. Makes makes life easier for for Steph and Clay. Yeah, and it was just great seeing Draymond bringing the ball up the court in command. And yeah, that play, I distinctly remember that one. And there was another one, I think, in the first half where uh, Draymond had the ball at the top of the arc and Curry ran to the right wing and he just like waited for him to get there and then hit him. And I was trying to remember if anybody in the last two months made that pass. You know what I mean? Because like Steph had to play so much more on ball. He had to run the offense Mm -hmm. so much more. And we've talked about Steph being in this slump for the past couple of months, for most of 2022, to be honest. And, you know, we can't, some of that is the shooting, right? That, you know, that was so talked about and shooting from Mm -hmm. his, from his, uh, the balls of his feet instead of the toes and stuff. But you can't discount the fact that he had this extra burden on him to, to, get other guys involved to be Mm. a more on-court vocal leader if possible and now with Draymond back in you see Steph just running off ball a lot more you know everything is just second nature yeah like if you look at Clay how Clay plays today and last game he's not he's not dribbling a lot right the first first few games back he'd be dribbling too much way too much the first few games I don't like that type of play, right? I like catch and shoot, one dribble, two dribble, pull up, drive, cut, play. Yeah, I I agree with that. And it was cool to see those guys get looks where they didn't have to create the looks. And I -hmm. was hoping, and I'm sure that we'll start seeing what you're talking about more. It's like Clay doesn't have to try to create more shots. And I said this a couple episodes ago, if Clay does start hunting shots, I'm pretty sure Draymond is the one guy who will not even think <laughs> twice about telling him not to shoot so much, you know? Be like, yo, pass yeah. the ball. <laughs> College basketball fans, join the action on the court during the biggest tournament of the year with DraftKings Sportsbook. Turn your team's victory into your own big win. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. It's that simple. If they win, 
you win. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still join the College Hoops action with DraftKings Pools. Everyone can play free pools all March long for a shot at a share of over $250,000 in prizes. Simply join a pool and answer questions like, who will make it to the next round? And who will hit the most three-pointers? Then track your results. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet $5 on any college hoops team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win with promo code TBPN. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 and over. Restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Yeah, I mean, Steph's line was crazy on his, what, 34th birthday? 16 for 25, 7 for 14 from 3, 8 for 8 from the line, 6 boards, 6 assists, plus 17, 47 points. Like, that's a line that we, I mean, we haven't seen that in uh, in two and a half In months. a while. In a while. Yeah. You know what? Two turnovers. I like that. That's not a lot of turnovers for, for a step. That's really, really good because he is very prone. In the last game, even, he was just throwing you know, errant passes left and right. So, and you know, the ball's not as in his hands as much with Draymond out there. And I mean, Draymond's line was what? Two for four, one for three from three, seven boards, six assists, three turnovers, plus 24. He had the highest plus minus on the night. Team high. Team high. Highest plus minus in 20 minutes. I mean, I, I like to think about this team. I was noticing some stuff and the vibe around this team because Watching this game tonight, I was reminded of watching games earlier in the season, right? When we were lauding their depth, right? And seeing like, wow, they mm-hmm. got a lot of a lot of dudes. And that tended to fade over the last couple of months when there was a lot of inconsistency from like everybody, basically. I don't need to name names. We all know who mm-hmm. <laughs> that everybody's had their, their down moments. But it's like you're seeing this team, and not to sound overly optimistic, but it's like the fact that they were started to click the past week and then you throw Draymond in there we were, there, there was like this idea of what this team could be and mm-hmm. now that Draymond's back it's like yeah okay like Clay's back you know he's he's getting there he's having some good shooting nights some bad shooting nights and that'll continue mm-hmm. Steph he has a really really amazing game tonight and then you have like the 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 young dudes uh minus Wiseman so far you have Kamingo Pool Moody who I mean, it, it was earlier in the season. It was like seeing if they can develop and get to this point, mm-hmm. and they're there. And then I'll be honest, you know, we've all been down on uh, Nemanja Bielica, and this doesn't change too much. But he had a decent game the last game. But it's crazy to see. It's crazy to see him with Draymond because then you're like, oh yeah, early in the season when everybody was high on Bielica, it's because Draymond was there, and he actually made him look better. <laughs> <laughs> He erases yeah. his, his mistakes, you know. He, he he adds like this defender that Bielitsa doesn't have behind him or next to him, yeah. right? When uh, when he wasn't there. But Bielitsa, that dude can pass. Yeah, he can. He can play make if he can give you like two two three pointers a game. I think that's that that that'll he'll be good enough to to have some spot minutes in the playoffs. He played 24 minutes. Dude was three for three, hit his one three-pointer, five boards, three assists, seven points. I mean, I'll take that. I'll take that. Even if it's just seven, I'll take it, you know? Yeah. That's he solid. Sh- sh- he can't hesitate, right? I, I, I've i been like noticing that he's been hesitating way too much. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the book on right? him for like the last three months, right? Everybody's like, why isn't he shooting? He's just – Shoot the ball. He always fakes – Drives, drives tries to kicks. kick and then turn the ball. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, oh my goodness. And the interesting thing is, 
you know, people have been clamoring to to get rid of Bielitsa. I mean, if, 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 you know, mm-hmm. all signs continue to point in the positive direction for uh, our guy, James Wiseman, then like Bielitsa can still play, like you said, he can still play that stretch big if you need him to in the playoffs, right? He's not... Correct. He's not going to be um, Festus Azili out there. He's not going to be Verajal. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he'll be able to have a role in a given situation. Not every game, right? But right. like some games, some matchups, some adjustments. It's like, oh, we need a guy to shoot some threes in this uh, series. We're realizing then you give him like, you know, 10, 12 minutes or something, right? Yeah. Curry's got to keep his role simple, right? He's tr- yeah. Bielisa's trying to do too much. Drive and kick, you know, way too much. All right, Kevin, thanks for uh, for stopping in and uh, and adding your thoughts, man. I'm looking forward to the rest of the season, and uh, I'll for sure have you on again. Especially, you know, we'll do some uh, post game playoff stuff, maybe. You know what I'm saying? All right, that is another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Patrick Epino, EPINO, or at Oakland Warriors. Check us out at OaklandWarriors.com and be sure to check out our new YouTube channel, Oakland Warriors. The link will be in the show description. And be sure to tell your fellow Warrior Fan Friends to tune in and listen. The Open Warriors Podcast is produced by National Film Society and is a part of the Basketball Podcast Network. And if you're so inclined, please do give us a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and leave us a nice review on Apple Podcasts. That would be hugely helpful and very much appreciated. Thanks for listening. That's it. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Paul Amardo for production support. See you next time, and go Dubs.